0: Momentum. Helping men succeed in life.
1: G'day, it's Des here and welcome to another edition of Momentum and today on the program we'll be talking to a great mate of mine. His name is Colin Gibbons. Now Colin has a really interesting faith journey. He grew up in Western Australia before joining the Air Force at the age of 17 and moving to the other side of the country. And it was in Wagga where he first developed a personal relationship with Christ. I started out by asking Colin about his childhood growing up on the outskirts of Perth.
0: My father was in the Air Force. Cool. That's my earliest memory. Yeah. And things like aeroplanes yeah. and uniforms were always part of my understanding. Yeah. Um, I have one brother and we got on very well together, we're only yeah. three years apart. And we grew up in a, a household where my father was away a lot. Yes because he was travelling around Australia and overseas at times. And so uh, most of the time I didn't really have a father.
1: So when you look back at that now, what does that tell you about or How do you rationalise that in your world? And I'm interested because I was always travelling as a father. And so I'm interested in how you felt about that.
0: I was afraid of my father. He had a very volatile wow. temperament. And, but I worshipped him at the same time. Yeah. I can remember as a kid some aeroplanes flew over the primary school that I was at and, and I convinced myself and everybody else that my father was involved with that. Uh, Not that he was a pilot, but <laughs> but I was proud of him in yes. absentia.
1: Oh wow. Wow. So was he never around at all or is it just Oh of... no, he
0: came back on, on leave. Yes. Uh, so maybe he was away for three months or six months, and come back oh, for wow. a few weeks.
1: And so how did your mum cope with with you with him being away?
0: I think she managed pretty well. Yeah. There were times where I'm not sure their relationship was that good. Yeah. And so uh, sometimes it was probably a relief
1: when he went. Uh, I've heard that said sometimes, you know, whenever a husband goes away, the, the family sort of regroups and and changes the dynamics of the family and they have a different circle of friends, etc. And then when the, the husband father comes back, uh, he tries to break into that um, re- all those relationships and it doesn't always work so I guess you're you're uh, the victim of that if I could put it that way
0: yeah I think that's that's probably true to to a fair extent yeah we didn't have a large circle of friends right we lived on the fringe of uh, of the Perth sprawl
1: so do you have fond memories of your childhood
0: oh yes yes because uh, Peter and I used to hang out together and and yeah. uh through primary school, high school, yeah, I didn't ever make a lot of friends, and okay. I think some of that was about the fact that it was geographic. Uh, uh, to get to friends' places, I uh, had to travel. Yes. Primary school wasn't so bad at all. Yes, once I got to high school, I had to travel to get anywhere, and there were no there was no bus service in the area we lived. Uh, my brother and I loved the bush. Yes, so we would persuade. Our mother to let us go camping on the weekends oh. into the bush just oh, the two right. of us yeah 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 and we'd take a little tent that we after I started my first job was able yeah. to afford a little canvas tent and so we loved that that was great
1: so talk about where God was in that space as you were growing up yeah
0: interesting my my mother was an Anglican I understood that my father was in the Salvation Army prior to the Second World War but by the time my father came back from the war I don't yes. think there was too much no religion Yes uh, In his world Yes My mother was She was a very faithful woman In the sense that I can remember She had a series of Bible story books That she would read To Peter and I yeah. In our our childhood I grew up believing in God
1: Okay, cool
0: That was that was a given Yes uh, I was uh, confirmed When yes. I was in my early teens Yeah I went into my teen years With, with a view That yes There was God um, I believed in God I didn't have a lot of I had background of Bible stories but there was no personal connection I don't think yes okay um, but I knew it was the right thing to 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 be good and to do yeah. good
1: and yeah. to be honest so obviously you started work and what happened in that in that world and how did that affect your faith
0: the issue of of God and my faith was very much in the background it didn't impinge on my day-to-day living at all yes I got dismissed from high school because uh, the uh, guidance officer didn't think I was capable of achieving very much so he suggested I should go and get a manual job <laughs> which I did uh, much with with my mother's uh, encouragement and support. Alright oh, that's good. Yeah I got a manual job but then I wanted to join the Air Force and I wanted right. to but it didn't matter what I did I just wanted to be near airplanes yes so yes. having a substandard level of education my father Strongly recommended I should do something in the equipment area okay. Uh, so that, and I, can, I can't quote him, but I'll give you the sense of it. You cannot do anything technical because you'll muck it up and somebody's life might be in, at risk. So do something where you're not going to do any damage. Oh dear. So That's A lot of
1: encouragement in that, yes, eh? <laughs> on that, eh? On that note, I <laughs>
0: got on a, a train in Perth station one evening and with my bag and off to Wagga in New South Wales. In retrospect, I was such a child.
1: Oh, right. Okay, so you started to grow up and you got there.
0: I really had no idea. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. So tell us about that world. You arrived in Wagga and
0: what happened? Well, that was important because I had, and this is basic training, so recruit training, uh, which I enjoyed. There was three months of that full time. And the only difficulty was that weekends everything stopped and I didn't have a car, so I couldn't travel anywhere. The base was 10 kilometres outside Wagga itself. Uh-huh. And I came across a couple of other guys who I was becoming friendly with who disappeared every weekend and came back Sunday night looking all happy and had a wonderful time. And I said to them, what's going on here? Yes. And they said, oh, we've, we've, we go to the Baptist Church in, uh, in Wagga. Great, you should come along. Anyway, finally, I decided I would. Right, and uh, I was amazed. Was in, not what, a, in what way? Well, it was not a big church, but everybody was there, like the whole spectrum from little kids to old people. Yeah. yeah. And they were friendly. Yeah. Everybody looked like they're having a good time, which is not my experience of my previous
1: uh, church, church history. <laughs> yes.
0: So, what are you doing after church? Come on to our place for lunch. Uh, nice. Take you for a drive around Wagga. Now, if you stay for the afternoon. You Stay at the evening service, we'll drop you at the base. So I thought, this is fantastic. Yes. It's just what I needed. Yes, yes. You
1: know? With that friendship and the camaraderie yes. and all those things. Yeah. Cool.
0: And uh, so about the third or fourth week, I started to hear what it was about. Being a Christian means a personal relationship with Jesus.
1: Wow. And that's the first time you'd heard that story. Absolutely. Wow. Yes. And how did that, not having a father, how did that affect you? In terms of uh, that understanding
0: i think the big issue was that i felt guilty because i could not as much as i thought i was living a reasonably good life yeah i could never see myself as being good enough oh wow and i think that probably is how I saw myself anyway was okay. I did not have a very high view of my own
1: well after the things your First, father said I'm not surprised Yes, we're talking to Colin Gibbons on MomentumAustralia.org please continue Colin, tell us some more
0: I can remember committing myself to I've got I've got to be I want to be part of this I want to be yes, um, forgiven for my sins I want Jesus yes. to take control was that
1: of a life. sense of identity you were gaining or was it do you, did you believe that was, you know, you actually making a decision for Christ at that point?
0: I think I was actually making a Definitely, oh, yeah? yes. Oh, no. cool. They were the days in an evangelical church where to demonstrate your commitment, you were asked to come to the front of the church during the service yeah. and stand there and the minister would speak to you and pray with you. And for me... It was difficult to get out of my seat and walk down yes. the aisle of the church yes. to the front.
1: So what age would you have been at that stage? Um,
0: just 17.
1: Wow, that's, that's a brave thing to do.
0: And to admit that I was a sinner. Yes, yes. Uh, um, none of this wussy stuff about putting your hand up, so, um, but nobody if you to get their eyes closed, so they won't see you anyway.
1: <laughs> yes, you're in full view of everybody. Yes. Yes. Cool.
0: But what else can you do? You know, in hindsight now, if Jesus gave his life for me. Yes. Died on a cross. And then I'm going to be embarrassed about.
1: Yes. It doesn't ring true, does it? No. No. I
0: I think the real issue, though, was admitting my guilt.
1: Yeah. So whenever you became a Christian, how did that impact your self-esteem? Did your self-esteem change in that journey?
0: I don't necessarily think so. I can't identify that. But I would say that certainly it gave me purpose.
1: Good. purpose outside yeah. my work yes. environment Yeah,
0: because now I had a sense of being in a new, new world, a new creation
1: yes. Oh wow, that's great So the church adopted you and, and made you one of their own, I guess?
0: Well, uh, yes, uh, to the extent that I was only there while my training was proceeding at, uh-huh. at the airbase and then yeah. I, I moved on to Canberra after that and there, there was yeah. no, no warm fellowship that I could find. Oh, okay. And so that impacted me fairly significantly because being a very new Christian, yeah, I had a Bible. I read my Bible, but I had no one to share it with. Mm. And I tried a couple of churches. Again, I didn't have a car, so I had to hitchhike, catch a bus, whatever. Yeah. Uh, when I did buy a car, then I could travel a little more, but I could not find a an... And I'm looking for an evangelical church. I'm not looking yeah. for a Church of England. Yes. I'm not looking for a Methodist church or a Presbyterian church, as they were yeah. in those days. Uh, and I couldn't find anything that had the warmth and sense yeah. of some, somewhere to belong, if you like.
1: Yes. G'day, Des here. Thanks for tuning in to Momentum this week, where our guest is Colin Gibbons. Before the break, we spoke to Colin about his childhood, the lack of encouragement from his father, and moving across the country to join the Air Force, where he developed a personal relationship with Christ. As we continue, we look at Colin's move to Canberra from Wagga, and how that affected him as a young Christian.
0: I drove back to Wagga a number of times
1: all right, right. right. Uh, on
0: a weekend just to uh, share in the church. Yeah, cool. Uh, I got a lot of encouragement from a number of senior Christians there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, particularly uh, a bloke by the name of Gordon Young, who was the principal of the Teachers College in Wagga uh-huh. at the time. And he was a dead set, uh, committed. Christian who wanted to establish an evangelical church in every town in the Riverina.
1: That was his good. <laughs> well, That's a pretty good goal. Yes. <laughs> so what happened next in your world? I mean, you here you were living in Canberra. What happened? What was, where did your journey go to from there?
0: Uh, I got posted to northeastern Thailand during the Vietnam War. Oh, right. And right. that was to a, a very small base, but it was part of an American uh, air force. yes. Uh, yes. Base that had uh, they were bombing yes. Vietnam, Vietnam by flying George. straight across Cambodia at the time. Yeah, and uh, uh, the area we lived was sandbags, barbed wire, wow. uh, galvanised tin huts. Yes. Uh, no air conditioning. Wow. Uh, the food was good though.
1: Yes, that's right, <laughs> and uh, that's why you don't take food to the snack <laughs>
0: <laughs> And I can't remember how this occurred, but I got to meet some American missionaries uh, who were from the Christian and Missionary Alliance. It was uh, an an older lady, mature lady, and a younger woman uh, and they were missionaries there. Um, So I bought myself a motorcycle and so I would spend all my weekends with those people. And there were three or four American servicemen who also were part of that. so you
1: ended up with a group of Christians around you to encourage you and support you which was very encouraging yeah Um, that's good
0: and then at some point I was they were going to baptise some new Thai Christians yeah and uh, so they were going to take a boat trip on the uh, the Moon River Uh to a place where they could be baptised and there was a uh, a Lao Thai uh, pastor who was going to perform the baptism and yeah Uh, the American lady said to me, Colin, have you been baptised? And I said, no. Um, And she said, well, here's an opportunity. And I thought,
1: yes. Uh Good good for you. To do this, yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, uh, my claim to fame is, of course, the Moon River is a tributary of the Mekong River. Yes. Um, uh, So we got to this area, if you can imagine, it's, it's... Semi jungle,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, there's no houses around. We found a place where they parked the boat, which was a, a long tail, typical Thai, yes, or Asian vessel. Yes, I was baptised there with four other Thai folk.
1: Oh, fantastic! So That's great. Was, great yeah. memories. Yes. So obviously, at some stage, you came back to our civilization. Yes. And that would have been a culture shock coming back into that world again.
0: Well, it was interesting because I. I came back from from that tour of duty to based in Melbourne. All oh, right. And I immediately put an application for a discharge to go to Bible College because I wanted to become a missionary.
1: Wow. Uh, wow.
0: Now, I yes. could say, I could say God was calling me to become a missionary. I can't say that honestly, but that's what I thought at the time. Yes. But certainly God had something in mind for me. Yes. Because yes,
1: so, your relationship with God was growing during this time, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah, and you're getting closer, you're reading your Bible more, and you now you got baptised. And Yes, yeah. and
0: I, I can remember quite clearly going back to Wagga at some stage and saying to people I knew there, uh, God is calling me to, to serve him in the mission field. And it uh, was an interesting exercise because this is an example of the kind of sense that I had was that I was propositioned a number of times by some very attractive young ladies uh, who were looking for a husband or something on the way to that. (laughs) And I had to say...
1: A very clever choice of words.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had to say, you are a lovely girl and I admire you, but Christ is calling me to do something. Yes. And this is not fitting in with it.
1: Wow. They wouldn't have understood what that meant even. Yeah. I don't
0: think they, they understood the words but I'm sure they understood the, the, the intensity of it.
1: Wow that's amazing. That's amazing. So what happened next? In, in the so
0: did
1: off you go to Bible College?
0: Off to Bible College yes. Yeah.
1: So where did you do that?
0: Uh, in Adelaide. Well Victor Harbour actually.
1: Why Adelaide?
0: Because I wanted to go to an interdenominational college. I right. didn't want to go to Baptist or Methodist or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think I got a pretty strong recommendation from my friends at Wagga to right. say uh, we hear good things about the, the was then called the Adelaide Bible Institute, It's now the right. Bible College of South Australia.
1: Right.
0: Uh, and there was all sorts there. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, didn't see a Catholic actually. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Methodist, Presbyterian. Oh, all, um, all sorts, liquor, yeah, all sorts. Evangelical, yeah. Yeah. Baptist.
1: Yeah. It's, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Um, just, you know, that step out of the secular world into Bible college? Because it does, or, you know, as I went to Hillsong College, uh, but it, it, it did isolate you in a way, and so your life was centred around Christian things rather than the secular world, right? And so did that have a positive or negative impact on you? Um,
0: I think it was a positive impact because...
1: <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say that.
0: <laughs> I'd come into that, yes, into the college... Uh, having spent you know four years in the air force yeah um and my and and in r- real terms, it was a pretty secular world outside yes. of that college yes um and only being a new Christian, it wasn't like I was walking around insulated by this armor of uh bible verses yes, and knowledge yes. um, background and so on yes yes, so. So the college was was a great experience. The principal, uh, a bloke by the name of Geoffrey Bingham, was the principal. Wow. Uh, An ex uh, Anglican missionary. Wow. um, Had been in Changi during the Second World War. Wow. And was just the most godly
1: man. Wow. Um, That's amazing to have that sort of influence.
0: a, A very inspiring teacher.
1: Thanks for being part of Momentum this week where we've been talking to Colin Gibbons about his faith journey. We'll continue that journey next week when Colin joins us again. And don't forget you can listen to today's episode and all of our other episodes at MomentumAustralia.org
0: For more information, go to MomentumAustralia.org You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org